food because they create a sense of means we get to keep our episode. So I think maybe we stable times for the last, since the end of World War II, stability came, things didn't change much, which has been great, it's given us a lot of time to develop these amazing technologies, just like really knock it down with getting to a certain level of technology, technological advancement. 
yeah, but it's been an amazingly stable period. And I guess we had the US as the, the hegemony, the, the boss, and they, they were sort of like spreading their ideals around the world for the last, what is it, the last 80 years. And that's been pretty amazing, but I guess we're starting to realize that not all the ideas of that, that world, of that capitalistic, democratic world, is all positive. Like there's some elements of it. There are lots of positives in it. Uh, but there's also some downfalls. I think we're because we've been in the system now for like eight years, eight years, with this stability. Like, you would have thought that the system would have been working a lot better than it is. Like it's, it's at the end of its limits. With the financial system, like the, the, the debt that's owed to everybody. No, just, it's, it's like a fantasy world now. We're just sort of kicking the can down the road a little bit further each time. But something has to give, I would say. And possibly they know that like we're at that end game type financial world. Everyone's been playing games with the financial system. And it's been it's made some amazing things, but it's also created some atrocities as well. Cheap money, cheap building techniques, just cheap. Let's get a productivity rather than quality. Yeah, there's there's some elements that just had the wrong morals. Yeah, we should have always been striving for to make put people first. Right? Not power first, but people first. And, and maybe we thought that the ideas we had for putting people first were right. Like I guess we, we were led down the idea that being, you know, this consumer world and TV dinners and like you don't have to cook anymore. Like it, it pulled us. And told us that this was where the happiness was. And it pulled us away from actually where happiness was. And it pulled us into this isolated like lifestyle that isolated we don't and just diminishing our creativity. Like people no longer play music, people don't know how to cook anymore. They've lost their uh, creative passions. I'm not saying everybody, of course, you know, there's a generalization. I don't like to generalize, but yeah, to generalize. But yeah, well, from where we were at one point, where we, we flourished in our creativity, in our passions, now we're been taken away even further, and, it, and it's to do with the system, I believe, like that. So, yeah, then, 
democracy, capitalistic democracy has been amazing. Some, some things. But a big, big part of that, I think, is this, the role of our leaders and the leaders that we get. Like you, you've got to have the right leaders. And maybe the, the system for electing politicians into, say, Parliament or the Senate is, is flawed in many ways. Because I think we lost the understanding of how important it is to have good leaders. Like you, you would know, everyone's experienced when you've been around someone who's a good, good leader, a good boss. Flows all the way down on how the boss is. Like I worked on uh, oil rigs, and I was fortunate enough to be working with the bosses. But because you're in this, it's like a community in the middle of the ocean, and so you have a, a hierarchy of who's in charge, and things work really well. But yeah, if your leader is a dickhead. <laughs> it's just, it's just the whole place changes. But if you've got a really nice, kind, intelligent, uh, just fully knows themselves, like then you have a totally different feel to the whole place. And this is. This is what I think somehow we never we were never taught this as to how important it is to find the right leaders. And you could possibly say, well, leaders rise to the surface naturally. So you if you're in a little village, the leader will rise to become the leader. I think. But yeah, actually makes sense. That's Maybe that's a natural war of humans. No, the, the, I, I think I think our natural state is to have a person in charge who is respected by everyone and is looked up to by everyone. But that's that's the type of leader you need. Someone who leads by example and who is seen as the highest right the, the highest of value because of the, their nature and their characteristics and I think that naturally flows through all systems but that's the problem with our the political system is it's it's almost impossible now to become a politician there's like layers and layers of groups and bureaucracy to become to become a, a politician, you have to walk the same way. You know, but everyone's walking like ducks, so you've got to walk like a duck too. And if you're not willing to do that, then it's almost impossible to do, to get get there. So there's not this natural flow of natural um, 
leaders coming up through the ranks because there's always locked doors to stop those people, the ones you want in leadership, people who are honest and truthful, the ones who are, you know have your best intention. But this is where we've, we've gone way away from uh, how it should be and to the point now that it doesn't even feel like I, I don't I haven't connected with any of the political leaders for a long time I haven't you know like just understood them and they understand like they they haven't, I don't feel that they've been true. And so yeah, it's, uh, where do we find those leaders again? How do we redesign the system to allow for that to happen? Because all we want, all humans want is peace, security, abundance, love, and beauty. pretty simple. None of us want war and destruction. None of us want to have to say goodbye to somebody because they've been killed in a war. Hello, Mango. How are you? This is Mango. You beautiful. Beautiful lion, this guy. Hey. Come for a seat. And put a bit of uh, Miss Monique on. Like when you have a ruler or a leader or a boss, um, they be, they reach those that place. But like in the corporate world, it can be even difficult to naturally flow up the ladder. You might have a boss that's above you that you don't connect with, and they just like you know give you a bad name. <laughs> These things happen, right? In the corporate world, it's like there's power power games and lots of power games in the corporate world. The young engineer wanting to get into management, become the CEO. That's it. You gotta be a, know how to play the game. Yeah. That's that's something I highly recommend everyone to read is Forty Two Laws of Power. 
It's about by Robert Greene. Great, great book because it it just shows you how people can play this power game, and it's the the power game is is our whole world. I think, like just like Lord of the Rings, the power game is is what it's all about. Everyone's seeking that power to be able to control and to become rich, right? Become abundant and rich. And the problem is, is that power, power corrupts. It's, and like I love Lord of the Rings for this reason, because like the ring of power can only be held and I think I talked about this earlier, but can be only held by someone who seeks no power. Right? Even Gandalf, the most powerful wizard, is unable to hold the ring of power. Because he knows if he's given that power, it will corrupt him. And I just made a comment on TikTok about like, the Dalai Lama, and I don't know the story, but it doesn't. He, sh he I guess, he should have known better. He's lived in the Western world for a while now. Like he must know that that's not appropriate, especially. But he's old, and he probably just doesn't. He's probably so innocent that he didn't think. But I don't know, and so. This is the thing, like, you have to show these protocols of a society and you need to understand those protocols so you don't unintentionally <laughs> upset somebody. But that's hard work. It's hard work not to upset someone anyway. But then when you involve other people's cultures, like I know in Thailand, that you put your feet up on the, on the bench and the soles of your feet are pointing to somebody is considered very rude and tapping a, a child on the head the head is very sacred the top of the head is very sacred so you like you only the uh, people closest to the child are, like touch them on the head yeah yeah so but culture his culture I read a little bit about that that was part of the culture. Uh, I guess hmm. this is thinking on the run at the moment. Yeah, so as I said, you need to be also aware of other people's cultures. And so it's this sort of dance and balance. And I think for majority of the world, like pedophilia is the most, like, the most disgusted, like it brings out the most uh, intense emotion. That why are we not doing everything that we can to prevent it? You know, this like this is damaging our children. You know, this is this is like a doing intense damage to our, our children and it needs to be dealt with very firmly 
because we, we want to bring beautiful children well they are born beautiful and we don't want to damage them and it needs to be considered as like the most severe crime yeah because if you damage a child then that's that's a serious offense in my book mm. yeah we we and this is this is what we we need to be looking after our children and giving them love and preparing them for this world yeah we need to protect them from uh, some elements of this world and then we also have to give them all the tools that they need to be like to shine super So, I've gone off a bit of a tangent, but going back to, to power. Power corrupts, and you see it. And it's, it's. I think it, when you rise into power, the devil has more <laughs> tools to play with. Right? He has more tools that he can tempt you with. And so, he's always going to try. And so that's why you've got to have good-hearted leaders that can withstand that that uh, attack that occurs. And I don't think uh, I don't know of any politicians I believe that would be able to withstand that attack that I know. The only one I know is Donald Trump, and that's because he's got a super strong will like he had never drank alcohol he doesn't smoke like he's got this willpower to know like I'm staying on this path and, but he yeah, yeah he's, he's a solid dude and I know a lot of people uh, have been been programmed to be against him like that's I've never seen such an, uh, an attack on someone via the media. Like they used every technique and tool of manipulation to try and get the population to not like him. Every technique. Every technique. And he's, he's just got that will. He keeps smiling. Keeps on moving forwards. He didn't hear a word that they told him, right? Because he knows who he is. And the truth always comes out. This is the thing, like, I think when there's someone is a threat, the, the dark forces put everything on them they can. Because they know if these guys get power, uh, they're going to change things. And yeah, I believe Trump is a good-hearted man. I've seen many, many doc, uh, like interviews with him from the time he was really young to, to now. And my guess, my, in, my intuition says that he's a good man and that he's the one that's going to really help. He already has created intense help 
for bringing, keeping light on this planet. Uh, yeah, he's 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 our like uh, one of our at this current time one of our big movers and shakers that can make big changes, and he already is. Like he's speaking so much truth at the moment, and it's you know it's, it's we're living in this crazy world because of the because <laughs> you've got Biden over here who's becoming who's got dementia or he's just he's losing it he's lost his what he had 20 years ago you know everyone can see it that's like what the hell like what <laughs> what is going on and uh, yeah so we've got Trump we've got Biden we've got some uh, Cabal, I don't know what's going on. I wish I, it'd be interesting to know what was uh, really going on in the world right now because I reckon there'd be s everyone moving and shaking and throwing all over the place. I would say our diplomats would be very busy. Yeah, just so much going on in the background that we're not even aware of. So there's, there's our leaders in power getting. I've just been listening to the Tao Te Ching, and I highly recommend listening to that. There's a great, great uh, one on YouTube uh, spoken by. Teaching by Wayne Dyer. Yeah, and like I didn't realize, but this it's, it was a book of wisdom written for kings by a sage, Lao Tzu. Right, and it, when you start listening to it from a like from a, a leader's perspective or a king's perspective, you you start to understand what he's talking about, and he it's he's it's a it's a textbook on how to be a king. Yeah, like this is the thing. There's some information that just keeps is, is still around. Like, there's, I think there's been a concerted effort to remove all this information about kings and divine kings and how to pick divine kings and the selection process and all these things. But there's still, because the Chinese were, they have had dynasties of kings for thousands and thousands of years. Their civilization is as long as the, the Egyptians, I guess. Like, they've done an outstanding job. and they, But we don't know much about their, that emperor, the kings and queens. We're told, uh, what's his name? The leader at the moment, <laughs> he um, he's got like 
connections to the, the kings and queens of the dynasties. His father was like worked next to uh, the previous mayor. May, yeah, I need to get more up on Chinese history, but yeah, so that like they they've continued some sort of dynasty, I believe. And yeah, he's he seems like an interesting guy. I'm, I've just started watching videos about him because I had an impression of who he was, and I had an impression of what China is, and so. I've started to look into who they elected as their leader, and he and he did a speech just the other day, right? If I if I can find it, uh, I'll put it on. I'll read it out to you. That's good. I don't think TikTok blocks you from using their videos on YouTube. There's so, such amazing creators on TikTok. I uh, highly recommend everyone to get get in on it because there's there is a lot of stuff that you wouldn't see anywhere else. And I I just love to keep that open mind, and I highly recommend everyone else keeping the mind that open. Mind. Okay, here it is. Is this it? Okay, so this is what he said. Right? We must always put the people first. To build a great modern socialist country in all respects. People are the decisive force. We should actively we should actively develop the process to process people's democracy and uphold the union. There's all these other writing over top of And uphold the unity of the leadership of the CPC. The running of the country by the people and law-based governance, we should improve the system of institutions for the people to be masters of the country, reflect the people's will protect their rights and interests and fully stimulate their enthusiasm, initiative and creativity. Like, to me that's like a really good speech. Like, but he's, he's actually focusing on the people. Like I haven't heard a speech like that. I know it's words. But I haven't heard a speech like that from any of my politicians. It's always like... Um, it's always putting out fires rather than planning for the future of people.
you know, well, when was the last time we had a, someone get on and just talk about uh, being a good human? <laughs> like, why can't I let us start taking a little bit of moral? It's like, but then again, they then they get it wrong in ways, don't they? Because that's when they get into your. You can have abortions or you can't have abortions you, you can't like that you lose your rights and so it's it's this is this balance isn't it and ultimately I think the only way is to have freedom as long as you're not harming somebody people have the right to do what they want and that even to the point if I want to get a sex change and become a lady then that's fine we have the choice but I think there is a we need to be aware of age right, until you're an adult I don't think you can make a decision about and about your sexual um, like needing to have an operation I yeah, it's, it's so complicated but yeah that's that's my general gist it's like you need to be then what's an adult? You have to, maybe it's case by case. Every person's different. But then who, who, who does the, the, the counselling work and who works it all out? Like, well, you've got to have the right people. So there, so maybe it's just, it's too complicated. Keep it simple, stupid. Until the you're of age, you're an adult, and so yeah, maybe at 16 someone's an adult, but then maybe someone's 25 and they're still not an adult. <laughs> Go down the rabbit hole of complexities with humanity, and I think that's why you've got to keep it as simple as possible. So you got to just have freedom for people to do what they want. Freedom is what we strive for, and that's what our ancestors have striven for, for forever and ever. And I think they, it's been a, it's been a journey of freedoms gained, freedoms lost, freedoms gained, freedoms lost. Mm. I know I just got like down a rabbit hole <laughs> and now I'm trying to work out where I started from let's put some music on
so much that I have not discovered. That's the cool thing about life, I think, especially living in this time, is that there's so much being created like, in so many different streams. Like I talked about the different genres of music. It's just going like explosion of creation is happening at the moment with technology. Like, it's just blown my mind with the AI. Uh, I haven't done much with GPT chat, but it seems like some really cool things are available. Like you can write, you can ask it to write, write me a 10 page document on the ancient Egyptians. Like I had a play around with the, the, the AI that draws uh, in Discord, so and that was really cool because you just put in keywords and you can even draw something and then put that in as well, so you give it a bit of an idea where to start. And yeah, it creates beautiful art pieces. A little bit. A little bit wrong in some some ways, like because I was doing dragons. That's how I got the little logo for the uh, for the Mindful Earth uh, YouTube channel. Um, Azure Dragon, the East Dragon. So yeah, I thought that was pretty really cool. Really cool that this technology is, is happening. Like it can save also save a lot of time for people uh, who can create even more with it. Like it. I think we can work with AI in that way. It helps us uh, to achieve even more great things, provided it uh, has good intention. Right, that's, I think this is, this is life, it's all about what is the intention what is your intention? When I talk to you, what is what is your intention? Is it to share love, or is it to share hate? Like, what what are we? What is our intention at all times? And so, I think AI can be but with the right intention. Then it can be a beautiful, amazing tool for us. Like, I, I can't wait until we've got, like, there's a robot that can clean the house. Right? Like, I, I feel that would help with allowing me more time to do podcasts. And that would allow me more time to do the things that I want, I really want to be passionate about, which allows me to be creative. But this, this is what it's all about, is we are all mini-gods. And we're here to be creative planet and create amazing things whether it be a, a, a song or a art piece or a beautiful building that you architecturally design something you know, like this is what we're all here for and you painted a wall with a different color or you, you built a wall like this is it's all like creation She is a creator. She's like the womb of 
and the, the goal of the universe is to create, see what will be created out of this one, out of this reality. Like, I believe that there's many realities being sprung by Earth's, you know, like different universes, different wombs, different children, and they've all like, got different elements that, different rules maybe. It's like an ex maybe it is AI, maybe we're in one massively complex computer. But either or, we can, we're still here to explore and to enjoy it. And so yeah, like the universe wants creation. And each little universe is creating something different. And we, in this creation, get to create. So my ideas that I'm sharing with you on this podcast are ways that we can create new things, where we can dream new things into this universe, on this planet, and that's what we are here to do. So if we have a robot that can clean the house, so I live in a beautiful space. And it saves me two hours a day cleaning and washing and doing all of those things. So that, that's two hours I can really learn more, uh, dream more, and just embrace like, the world more. So I'm all for AI. I love the idea of automotive cars. Like I can't wait till the hover car. Like, drone cars start with you know vertical takeoff and you just put in the coordinates where you're going and then you just, it does it for you. To me that's like that's next level when that comes because it, where can we go and visit? You can explore the world so much more. Which is pretty cool. When I lived in Vancouver float plane from Maple Ridge all the way to like it only was a half an hour flight and it went straight up to this glacial lake and it was like three two day hike to get in there. And we were just there and then we landed on the lake. Like, to be able to do that with these vehicles, yeah I'm I'm in, I can't wait. And then uh, yeah, so technology, it can be, and AI can be used for our advantage in many, many ways. The fact that we can podcast now, we can uh, listen to music, and I can share my views on the world in the middle of the paddock. Yeah, baby, it's, it's good times good times and I just love the fact that I can be connected to the whole world from, from the country. Like I can sit and be with my sheep and go for a run on the beach where there's nobody or just yeah just be just be in the grassy fields. It's that's cool times. We're living in good times. Good times. And yeah, when we were, 
we're all connecting together now. And I see great, great visions of how we utilize these technologies and we bring back that family kinship to our societies. Right, that's that's the next evolution for humanity. And I'm not saying that it's lost in all places, because there is still that. I believe my the Iranians and have a very beautiful custom around family. But that may have lost the family now is a small amount the whole town. You do see it in Bali still. Bali is they're, they're always getting together, having town meetings and I never got to go there. They have uh, yeah, they have chicken rooster fighting, you know, all of them they're all getting together. Like the Balinese have kept their culture. There's a lot we can learn from the Balinese, I feel. We could really, I'd love to go there and go and study the, the design of their little communities. That's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah, that would be cool because I think they have a lot of knowledge that hasn't been lost. Because whoever designed the, the Balinese system is like rock solid. To the point where you get people, like you get the Balinese, not really being able to leave. Like it's really, uh, yeah, it's really uh, restrictive. Like you're trapped in it. Which you don't want to have either. You don't want to be trapped. You want to be able to leave and return and still be included. But hey, there's a reason why they designed the system like that for those times. Like, we're living in different times now. But maybe for the last 2,000 years, that was the way it needed to be for it to stay solid. And I don't know of any other tribe or systems that are so solid. But hey, maybe they're all breaking up now in Bali too. I was hanging out in Ubud. And Ubud, I think, was a very strong space and they, they were a very tight knit community. The um, temple, well this temple was really very bad, but Ubud was very considered quite a sacred place. And it is, if you go there you, you feel that energy. Such a magical place. That's one place that we've got to know. The way the development's happening, the, the, like the, the whole stuff, like the land, just getting more and more buildings put on it. Have to do something different there because the the beauty is being taken away by these by these like shitty little buildings. Like we should be building beautiful spaces and allowing the, the village life. Techniques and 
the future. I feel that there's so much skill that we have now between the architects and engineers and the permaculturalists and the environmentalists. Like we've got all those skills, so much knowledge. Now we can all bring it together and build these villages again by using modern technologies.
crisis of death in the world. So they're out there. The stories are out there.
it's like, what are you gonna do? Well, get on YouTube. 